From Big to Tweak, or somewhere in between, with your host, Daniel Britton. In this podcast, I'm going to stop you from diving into muddy waters with charlatans for guides and introduce you to science-based strategies for fast-track success and long-term health. This podcast is a practical and hands-on alternative to wading through articles of peer-reviewed literature. I'll break down and simplify the latest science and clinical methods for weight loss and bring them to you in short, bite-sized episodes that are easily digested. I've read the science, I've studied the courses, and I've written the reports. I'm not offering a magic pill, and I'm not offering instant success. I'm offering a free, fast-tracked education into weight loss, nutrition, and healthy living. Let my university debt benefit you as much as it's benefited me. This podcast was designed with a single goal in mind, to help you live better. Yo-yo dieting. Even the name of it sounds fun. Filled with the obvious ups and downs, where do we all go wrong? It seems to be an inevitable phrase I hear when talking to people in a cycle of weight loss. They'll speak about a few moments of success, they dropped a few kilograms at the start, they had high motivation. And then, one hunger-inspired lapse and it was all over. Interestingly, they almost always end up weighing more than before. Why? The scientific literature surrounding dieting is becoming quite clear, and as we understand more, we've established one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to yo-yo diet. Easier said than done, right? So let's first explain the initial downward yo, and then the inevitable upward yo. I promise it's more interesting than it sounds. If you're an adult female of average height and weight, you'll be consuming about 2,000 calories per day to maintain your weight. If you're particularly health conscious and follow the Australian Dietary Guidelines, this means you'll probably be eating anywhere from 45 to 65% of those calories in the form of carbohydrates, which is great. I can spend a whole hour explaining why carbohydrates are necessary, but suffice to say without them, the nutrients you eat will not be absorbed efficiently simply because they bind to each other and can't be absorbed. Carbohydrates act to break them up again for absorption. I bet you didn't know that. If you're interested in how this works, a quick Google on phytates, P-H-Y-T-A-T-E-S, will give you a decent understanding. If not, take my word that carbs are far more important than low-carb spruiking zealots would have you believe. Anyway. Let's say you're eating 300 grams of carbs per day when you're living your best life. Probably more though, let's be real. If you go on a diet tomorrow, that'll drop significantly. Let's say you dropped 100 grams of carbs per day because you believe carbs are the devil. You may know that carbohydrates turn into glycogen in your body. However, did you know glycogen holds water? If you have less glycogen in your body, you'll hold less water. So if you drop 200 grams of carbs per day, you'll drop a kilogram of water too. So over the first couple of days, couple the reduced water holding with reduced food in your digestive system, and you've got an obvious weight loss on the scale without dropping a single gram of fat. Deceptive, right? So those early weight losses in any diet will leave you with an increased sense of achievement without any real result. Wild. So what now? You've done the first three or four days of your diet, you've dropped a few kilograms of food storage and water, and now a lapse happens, you cheat, You eat a nice meal you've earned, in quotation marks, and it's all downhill from there. You binge for a few days, thinking you've bought yourself a buffer with your hard work from earlier. The scale a week from now will tell a different tale. Worse yet, humans are born with a certain amount of lipid cells used for storing fat. This varies greatly between people based on genetics. Even your parents' diet has a massive impact. I'll link a really interesting study regarding this in the notes of the podcast if you're up for a read on biomechanics. So if you have won the genetic lottery, you'll be able to eat a lot of calorie-dense food at a young age and remain thin. We've all met people who can do this. 
but as your metabolism slows down, your body will want to store the fat to protect you, so it will increase the amount of fat cells. From then on, you'll store fat easier and easier. Every time you yo-yo diet, your body goes from famine to feast, and the amount of increased fat cells are huge. Your body doesn't understand dieting. It's really over the top and dramatic. If you feel hungry for a few days in a row, your body immediately assumes there's reduced food available and we're starving. It will look to increase the fat cells given a day of feasting. So if you keep repeating the yo-yo diet, soon enough it will feel like even looking at a cake added a few pounds. Now here's the kicker. It's rather easy to build new fat cells ready to hold fat, and yet impossible to reduce them. You're born with a certain amount, and it's only up from there based on how you diet. Physical detriments aren't the only damage yo-yoing will have. Consider the stress, fatigue, feelings of failure, and all other general mental health markers. Yo-yoing really leaves you feeling awful, with increased hunger, perhaps a larger number on the scale, and an overall feeling of defeat. A yo-yo diet is truly the enemy. The key to avoiding yo-yo diets is quite obvious. It's sticking to a diet through thick and thin. But fad diets just simply aren't maintainable. So what do we do? In the next episode, we'll talk about a more manageable diet used by clinicians around the world. It is extremely easy to implement and requires minimal dietary changes. Sounds too good to be true, I know. I won't be recommending any wild recipes or anything of the sort. I'm hardly a cook myself. But stay tuned and you may find yourself on the path to success while eating a Big Mac too. But I don't sell snake oil and this podcast is free. I think it's worth listening to the next episode to find out if this diet really is too good to be true or it might be the start of a new scientifically based future. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find us on Instagram at fromBigToTwig or email us anytime at fromBigToTwig at gmail.com.